everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Reality Is. As always, it's newer and I'm here to congratulate my brother. Neil, did you hear the good news? I uh, know, I'm very scared as to what this good news could be. <laughs> love is not dead. Love is love is love. Rupert it's Murdoch. Probably something, huh? Rupert Murdoch at the young age of 92 engaged trothed to be married to Anne Leslie Smith, 66 years of age. Rupert still got you know, it. He does. First of all, congratulations to both of those uh, two lovebirds. Mm-hmm. I need to better understand what kind of problematic profile I have in your eyes. Like, if you think I'm happy for Rupert Murdoch, that is a level of problematic that I didn't think that uh, you saw me as, but it's uh, I'm, I'm glad to see that that's where I stand. I thought I was more like, I don't know, you know, well, I like Chris Pratt as the voice of Mario. I thought that's the kind of problematic person I thought that I was. Well, where this lands for you is that there is a sweet 26-year age difference between... <laughs> oh, there we go! No. Um, so I thought that that might be of interest to you. Can I tell you what the, the CNN article says about it? Okay. okay. Quote, I was very nervous, end quote, Murdoch says of their whirlwind romance. I dreaded falling in love, but I oh. knew it would be my last. It better be. I'm happy. <laughs> At 92 years old, like imagine. So first of all, he, I did not know this. He was married to Jerry Hall. Yeah, I knew that. I remember when that crazy. happened. Yeah. What I will what I will say about this is first of again, congratulations to both of them. And the second thing is monstrous billionaires, they're just like us. He's nervous <laughs> about falling in love. It's <laughs> <laughs> so relatable, Rupee. <laughs> yeah, because Rup- you're you're hitting an advanced stage and here you are a single, no prospect That's in sight, true. not interested at all in getting married. Right. Well, a 26 year old age difference for me at this point <laughs> would be a problem. Yes, I would we be very not, upset. Yes, it would be. No, a, no, no, I no. think it would be. What about a 26 year old? That'd be 14 years. Is that gross? Okay. It's not gross. Listen, that girl, that or person, person, yeah, human, man, lady, whatever, yep. Yep. is um. God bless them for taking this on, is what I'll say. You know, at that point, that's all I say. Um, so anyway, yeah, I was excited. I thought that you might be also right in time for succession coming back. Yeah. <laughs> what is uh what does the bride to be do? We know what Rupert does. I think she's a journalist. Oh, oh. yeah. It's a workplace and- romance. You know, that is a problem. <laughs> workplace romance, that's the part that I have a problem with. And I think that, or a journalist or a philanthropist, I'm not sure. One of the two. It sounds like she has a blog and then she has linked like a GoFundMe (laughs) on it once. Um, But apparently her ex-husband was also part of the news industry network. Mm -hmm. And he was also, she was also a businessman. And she said that she and Rupert Rupert speak the same language. Which I think means we're both racist. Uh, so congratulations to them i guess um anyway do you want to talk i know this is like a week ago it feels silly to talk about it now but just briefly would you like to discuss the oscars sure it can be brief it can be uh extensive whatever you want buddy okay let's keep it brief (laughs) um i was very excited to see malala there uh i okay i mean you hate her no, first of all, I, this is going to get me in trouble. There is there is a, a subset of crazy Pakistani dudes that hate Malala, which is like what? the dumbest thing. Oh, you don't know about this? Oh, let me tell well, you I something. know that there's some Pakistani women who hate Malala. They call her oh, Malala yeah. drama, which is so stupid. <laughs> it's not even clever. It doesn't even rhyme. Um, but I know about that, but that is because uh, misogyny is a hell of a drug. What's, oh, yeah. No, what that's, these, listen, that's it. That's it's it's a misogyny, right? No, so like there are people that are like, well, you know, we don't actually believe the backstory 
that happened here. She is there to make Pakistan look bad. Oh yeah, she was in that. It's insanity. It's like, like how it, this is what you need to kind of, you know, hold your hat on. So, yeah, no, I'm not one of those people. Does it, does it go even further to say stuff like she's like an agent of India? Yep. Oh, God. Not of India, I don't think, but like an international agent. A Western, Western power oh, yeah, yeah, agent exactly. of a Western power paid by the Brits yep. and the Americans. And of exactly. course, Israel. Israel's yep. involved. It's got to be. <laughs> you know, the Nobel Prize has, I don't know. That's I what they know. come back to. Yeah, they just all, so, all so, so stupid idiots. Anyway, she was there. She looked wonderful. Uh, she was there with her new husband. She was in a Ralph Lauren outfit. It kind of looked like a sparkly Princess Leia because it had a hood with it. Yeah. So she was in hijab. It was really, it was mm-hmm. gorgeous. She looked great. I was genuinely excited for her because Malala, you know, not not a fashion, not a fashionista. You know, mm-hmm. she's a serious girly. She's not showing up with the best fashions. You know, whenever she's there, I'm like, who dressed you? Why did they do that? You're famous now. You don't have to dress that way. She looked amazing. I was so excited for her. Uh, I will say Malala, I think, is probably the most, I'd say one, two, her and Imran Khan, probably the most prominent Pakistanis in the world, probably the biggest Pakistani celebrity in the world. And I will say we could do a whole lot worse than Malala. I think she, um, every time that I've heard her speak, um, it it has been impressive. Um, I am glad that she is around. I, I salute her for all the work that she does. Um, yeah, it's, seeing her at the Oscars is, you know, she's a celebrity and she's at the Oscars. I know she was she was uh, attached to one. I think it's like a short documentary that she was attached to. She was like a producer. That's the reason why she was there. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel did a bit with her during the Oscars. Yeah. Like that's a big deal. She's a very famous person. She's a very, she's a very, she's a very famous person. Good for her. Good for her. Okay. Um, uh, there was a lot of wins, I guess, whatever. Was there any particular moment at the Oscars that you gave a shit about? I gave a shit about a bunch of moments. Oh, uh, first of all, uh, to circle back on brown women, Deepika Padukone yes. was so fucking charming. She's so pretty. <laughs> it's so gorgeous. It's, it's just, it hurts my heart and my head when I see her. And then when she was like, she was uh, introducing Natu Natu. Yeah. Not to, not to. Yeah. And even though we should, when she says it's a total banger, I like I curled up and I was like smiling. I was I was so happy. I was like, oh, Deepika, you're you're the best. She's so, so I liked, gorgeous. Yes, I love so that. Gorgeous. She's like the most. She was like uh, like well, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be um, rating the gorgeousness of the women there. But I for me, Deepika number one always. Okay. <laughs> um, the Natu Natu performance was fun. Mm-hmm. I will point out. Not a lot of brown people in that. Not a lot of daisies in listen, that uh, in that performance. Listen, people were upset. Okay, people were upset. The people <laughs> like I follow a bunch of like uh, you know Instagram people who are like brown, you know whatever. Yeah. Like our friend, our friend. I can call him our friend because we spent one wedding weekend with him, Vic. If you don't mm-hmm. follow him, it's hot Vic actor or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy that got really famous for doing really funny covid videos what did he do like the with the forks it was great anyway yeah. he and like a bunch of other comedians that i follow that are brown and then a bunch of dancers i i don't know why i follow a bunch of dancers like they see dancers on instagram but they all kept posting all of these like posts about like while this you know this win was amazing between the elephant movie and then you know not do not do winning like there was no brown people at the oscars and you know it's just a reminder that like representation is important and i was like you know what i'm not mad about it because i'm not mad about them being mad about it is my point because yeah it's fucked up you're in la like there are brown people there are dancers there are whole dancers dance studios in la that are based out of like of south asian dance studios that you couldn't get you couldn't get one i understand the white people in the back but why weren't the two guys playing two brown men brown um well i think they were minorities of some they were sort, bi- yes right? they were brown but they were not uh, the right brown. i will say uh, uh i am not a dancer i am a terrible dancer um mm-hmm. my when i saw it I was like, you know what? I get it. Because while we do have a history of dancing, especially in movies and stuff like that, the not to not to dance is very athletic. It's crazy. And 
It's crazy athletic. It involves a lot of lower body work. Uh-huh. I can't do lower body work. I'm very yeah. uncoordinated. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have. I don't know if we have the the, the genes to pull it off. And again, these, I, I know the dancers are upset. I'm sure how the dancers you, will post. First of all, how dare you say, do we have the athleticism to pull off a dance? That's from one of our own movies. That doesn't make I, any sense. Have you watched the video? The nothing of the video? It. Yes. Yeah, yes. it's great, right? It's obviously sped up. Those know, two actors were not doing those moves. No, of course. I understand. But dancers have since done that dance. I've seen it on I'm the sure. Yeah, so I feel like I feel like I was a missed opportunity. There's also another controversy about the fact that like a whole bunch of TikTokers made videos about it because they timed it. Because people on TikTok have so much time, but then I also have time because then I watch their TikToks. Is that there were multiple instances when uh, black women, brown women, Asian women, and men were winning awards. Mm-hmm. The play, the 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 music to play them off was was there it was like okay your music because there was no there was no wind up anymore in this mm-hmm. in this one there was no wind up it was like you run out of time and it's like boom your mic is not working anymore and now we've got music and somebody's child is ushering you off the stage right but yeah. then there were like these old white dudes that would win and they would just stand up there and fucking go on and on and on nobody was ushering them off the stage so that was a controversy ah I, so the only one that I noticed was I think the elephant movie. Is that mm-hmm. by the way? Is that the name of the movie? We keep. I don't. The I think it's called. We should look that up. Because... We're the problem here. Honestly, <laughs> we are a part of this environment. Um. So yeah, I did notice the. Lady oh, it's just in called. It's just. It's literally. Oh, it's called the elephant whispers. There you go. The elephant whispers. That's exactly what I said. Um. Uh, <laughs> I did notice the second lady in that mm-hmm. did not get a chance to speak. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, that sucks because she was the one wearing a sari. I think the other one was yeah. also the first one was also wearing like a desi outfit, but it was yeah. as uh, uh, iconically Indian as the sari lady. And yeah. you just saw the sari lady again, terrible. I don't know her name. Um, <laughs> like at the mic, like speaking, and all you hear is the music fucking playing in the back. And you're like, oh, no, this, I feel terrible for her. But in that instance, right, it's like a documentary award. And he got two people up. Um, I wouldn't, if I'm the second person in that equation, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I, I just don't think I'm going to get a chance to speak. Right? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I feel like, I listen, I feel like every should, everybody should be given the same amount of time to speak, is all I'm saying. I, I disagree. I think the you're saying the documentary actually- people get, listen. Like special effects and movie sounds always get like special effects and then like sound engineering yeah. always get so much time to go up there and talk. Always. Yeah, because it's usually a group of them, right? But yeah. there's usually the main guy, the main guy who gets to think. Yeah, but then they go family. on and on. No, that's my point. <laughs> is people get to go on and on. This whole and the, and the person they were comparing it to it was two old white dudes that got up there and they didn't have like a major award or anything. And they were up there. They were allowed to just take up space. Again, white men are being allowed to take up space while women are being asked, especially women, minority women are being, uh, you know, told, ushered away. So fuck that. If you and I uh, were to win an award together for best turd. um, I I think I have to let you speak first, right? Because you got the whole family thing. You got to thank your children. You got to thank your husband. I got to thank nobody. I just got to thank, you know, my friends who really aren't even my friends. (laughs) I think you go first. Wait, that's so sad. I know. Is that why you don't win awards? You don't even try. You're like, you know what? I don't try because if I was going to win an award, what would I even, I have no speech to give. Well, I have friends, but you know. If you're really friends with your friends, you know that they're fucking snakes, right? Like your best <laughs> friends are snakes. And they just they don't deserve to be thanked. They deserve okay. to be ridiculed. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. When I was younger, uh when I used to dream of uh, winning a Grammy and I used to plan <laughs> For best <laughs> <I used> rap <laughs> album. <laughs> I used to plan my thank you speeches and uh-huh. it used to make me emotional. I was ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> was I was I a part of your thank yous? No, you weren't. Oh, what, just yeah. family in general? Did you thank your yeah. family? It was just like God, family. I pretended oh. to have a husband. I was 10. What's wrong with me? 
I didn't have any friends. I came to America with a mustache and I smelled bad. So <laughs> slim pickings. Um, okay, can we talk about um, any other moments that you enjoyed? Uh, so two. One was this is very small. One is uh, you know Lady Gaga was uh, she was she's saying the Top Gun song, which is a yeah, song yeah. that I love a lot yeah, and I listen yeah. to all the time. Was it called but Hold My Hand do- or something? Yeah, Hold My Hand. Um, not I to be confused to all- with the Hootie and the Bluefish song. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, not to be confused <laughs> with that. Um, but she like she introduced it and she was all serious and like they had like this weird like um, camera angle on her, which was actually pretty cool because once she started singing, it would go in and out and it kind of mm-hmm. looked like somebody flying. It was really oh, cool. Wow, I didn't think about that at all. But in the introduction, she was all like quiet and she was like, I wrote this song. And then she goes, with my friend, Blood Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Blood Pop really made me laugh. Um, so that happened. And then uh, in terms of the wins, I really just, the the, the Kihuacuan uh, stuff really, really moved me. I've been thinking yeah. about that guy a lot. Uh, yeah. That's been, I mean, Everything Everywhere All at Once was my favorite movie of the year. I'm probably going to yeah. watch it a lot. Yeah. Um, and, you know, basically the, the central theme of that um, and how it relates to him is it's all, I mean, we, I don't, we don't have to get into all that, but like his story and like how he came to that movie and now he's an Oscar winner. Um, it's, you know, it's like, it's a beautiful story just about him and all those other things, but it's also like, you know, like how movies get made, how we get to like, like th- the different types of people that are kind of allowed to be famous. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is a dude that was, obviously talented this entire time this is somebody that worked with steven spielberg and harrison ford at a time where so it wouldn't be weird to see them in this occupying the same space right and then Mm -hmm. to see them again on stage together i was like oh you know this is okay this is somebody that is in the movies but it's like you are so far removed from something like that and i think a part of it has to be because hollywood can't fucking figure out that they're you know that it doesn't have to be a white person for a role right so. Well, it's, it's interesting you bring that up because one of the upset wins, obviously, in the Oscars this year was uh, Jamie um, Lee Curtis winning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, obviously, people wanted Angela Bassett to win for um, Wakanda Forever. I thought she was excellent in that. But I was actually really disappointed to see that Stephanie Sue didn't win for everything, everywhere, all at once. She was in the same category with her. And I was like, yep. I mean... Why, like, I get that Jamie Lee Curtis, like, she had this crazy character or whatever, but a lot of the internet was like, oh, it's so crazy that, like, this movie where about an Asian girl who, an Asian, a daughter of immigrants who has to literally travel multiverses to find her parents' approval, her mother's approval would not win, and instead the IRS agent from the movie would win. <laughs> I um I get that, and I agree with all that. I the one thing I will say is if you put if you have hot dog hands, you're already my favorite. <laughs> so both her and Michelle Yeoh would have been my favorite. But um no, I would have preferred to see uh, Stephanie Shu. Is this Shu? Is um, I would Shu. I would have preferred to see her win because her character was probably my second favorite character. Actually, I mean, I loved all. Th- I, I love that family. Right? Yeah, yeah. The way that I look at the Jamie Lee Curtis part of it is, you know, I think that that's just a part of Hollywood now, right? Mm. So it's like the 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 shine that everything, everywhere, all at once got, right? A part yeah. of that is the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis was in it. Like, there's this established white yeah. celebrity that is in it that that gives it attention, right? And then you know, you can say things like. And, and it's all true, right? Like Jamie Lee Curtis is technically a Nepo baby and all of those things, right? She's been around forever and all those other things. I think part of getting eyeballs, especially for like people like the Academy, which is full of old fucking people, they want to have somebody like Jamie Lee Curtis that they can kind of hang on to. Otherwise, yeah. these movies don't even get watched, right? So it's not her fault, obviously. <sighs> Her being there, it's the system. The, movie out. the system it's is the system. the system is yeah. gross. Yes, the system is yeah. gross. It's like white Jamie- people tax that you have to pay from time to time. Yeah, Jamie Lee also famously also real. I don't know if you know this, or was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills to the point where she even came on the reunion. Oh, 
Good for her. Good for her. There you go. Um, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about like the Ozempic conversation from the Oscars, <laughs> but I'm yeah. just like so exhausted by it. A lot of people were like, oh, my God, look how skinny everybody is. Look how skinny. But when they say look how skinny everybody is, they basically just mean the ladies. They're basically just talking about Mindy Kaling. Okay, guys, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of question about why Mindy Kaling looks the way she does. And just the way that um, I don't give a fuck about talking about women's bodies no matter what they do i just i just don't care i just don't care i don't care what mindy kaling is doing to look the way she does she looks fucking amazing okay she looks great she looks great she looks beautiful if she's on ozempic let her be on ozempic go fuck yourself who cares i'm on ozempic i've been on it for over a year and it's fine it's wonderful but yeah guess what real you know who else was probably on ozempic and when nobody fucking talked about it because he's a man? I'm scared to answer. Brendan Fraser. If you look at his pictures from like Cannes to what he looked like at the Oscars, he looked like he lost a lot of weight, right? But like literally nobody is talking about that. No one is talking about that. Nope. We only want to talk about women and what they're doing with their bodies. And here's my thing. Uh, mind your own fucking business and get the fuck out of here. Okay? That's what I think. Can I, can I ask a serious question? Yeah, sure. Um, so I keep hearing Ozempic face, right? <laughs> I hear the phrase Ozempic face. <laughs> is Ozempic face different from just regular weight loss face? Or is it just no. weight loss? <laughs> no, it's just weight loss face. People are like, she looks so thin. She has Ozempic face. I'm like, I don't think so. I think it's just a thin person. Like, we're just grasping at straws here. Get a fucking grip, man. Uh. God. Anyway. Um, ready to move on to sports talk? Sure. What's going on with Aaron Rodgers? Your something favorite about quarterback. The, something about the Jets? Yes. Did he do excited? his little, wait, did he do his little hidey hole thing where he went into a thing and then he. <laughs> he did do his hidey hole thing. It, he refers to it as the darkness. So he oh. said, before I went into the darkness, he was 90% sure that he was going to retire. Okay. He went into the darkness and then he realized that he wants to play and mm-hmm. he wants to play for one more year or I mean, however long. I think he has like, he has like three years left on his contract, but he's coming to the New York Jets most likely, um, which means that. So the reason why a lot of people thought that Aaron Rodgers wouldn't come to New York is because the New York media is isn't a pushover. Right. So mm-hmm. what they say about like Green Bay media is they don't really push back on it. But now if he's coming to the Jets, right, and he's out there with his, uh, you know, pseudoscience psychobabble with, yeah. like, drugs and all this other stuff, do you know who owns the the Jets? Is Tell me. Woody Johnson of? Robert Johnson Wood Johnson? And Johnson. Oh. Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. Big Pharma. So, He's gonna be. He's gonna get paid by big pharma. It's like, well, so do you actually be, believe in that stuff, or is it yeah. all garbage? Yeah. So he's gonna be around, which is gonna be. I guess I'm kind of excited about it. Like I, it's it's weird, man. I, like I don't know how. Like I don't know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers the person anymore. Because now yeah. there was a point when I absolutely just fucking hated him. I was like, yeah. I'm done with this guy, right? Yeah. Um, and that probably is still true because. Um, he's, you know, he's, I can't get over the fact, like if he didn't want to take the vaccine, I understand that it actually makes sense with the rest of his like, uh, crunchy granola persona. Like, okay. You know, there's people that don't want to take the vaccine, right? It's the lying that got yeah. to me and yeah, the lying and the justification. It's like, bro, come on. Yeah. Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers is a very talented quarterback and he's a lot of fun to watch. And he's going to be in the area now. And it's a New York, uh, it's a New York franchise. So it's going to be a big story. So that's what we have to look forward to for the next year. Um, and, you know, whatever. Maybe I'll run into him. Maybe yeah. I'll run into him at Trader Joe's because I go to the Trader Joe's that maybe people from the Jets go to. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Are you, are you excited about Aaron Rodgers? Do you have any thoughts or feelings about Aaron Rodgers? I'm like, go away. Why are you here? That's how he's I feel. very good. He's very yeah. good. Okay, whatever. I mean, speaking uh, of people who've retired, can we just touch on this really quickly? Because it is sports related. Did you see that Giselle is dating somebody? 
I did not see that she she's dating that. Tom Brady's neighbor. Oh. Who's a big crypto man. Oh. And so the internet is like Tom Brady because he lost a bunch of money doing crypto investments. Yeah. And so she's like, <laughs> they're like, Giselle is fucking getting her due right now. She's like, fuck you. I'm going to date your neighbor. And he has all the crypto money that you lost me, you piece of shit. So yeah, good for I her. Mean- I guess good for her. I, I, I also she looked amazing. Her. There's a video of her doing like a samba. Yeah, she's a supermodel. God, it's so hot. <laughs> Have you seen Tom? He's doing blurry pictures in a hotel room. Sad sack. <laughs> uh, I still think Tom looks pretty good. Oh. Uh, if we're talking about <clears throat> retired quarterbacks, can I just say one thing real quick? I yeah, watched. Sure. Uh, it's actually related to dumb Aaron Rodgers. Um, and this may be the reason why I don't hate Aaron Rodgers uh, right now as a person as I could, as I okay. did before, is I watched this real sports uh, news thing, like mm-hmm. news segment mm-hmm. about this fucking piece of shit, Brett Favre. Oh, God. Yeah. I can't uh, recommend that enough to people with HBO. Uh, just watch that. It will infuriate you. It is so upsetting um, what happened there. So and then also just kind of makes you think a lot about like how sports, uh, how athletes are are uh, covered, right? So I watched that. I watched this Bill Russell documentary mm-hmm. uh, about how he was covered when he was a champion, and it's it's insane, right? It's like the Brett Favre stuff is like the fact that like right now if we talk about Kyrie Irving, right? If I even if I say Kyrie Irving to you. Because yeah. of all of the news and all of the media about Kyrie Irving and flat earth and vaccine mandates and anti-Semitism, I'm not saying that Kyrie Irving isn't like worthy of derision. He is. He's a grown yeah. person. He made some stupid fucking choices, right? But like that's attached to Kyrie Irving now. The shit that Brett Favre did is not attached to him yet. It's crazy. Yeah. Like you said, Brett Favre, people still think about the old gunslinger or whatever. Yeah, Wrangler Jeans. Yeah, he's a fucking criminal. Him yes. And everybody involved in that. It's just, it is so infuriating. Like the way that they were talking and the people that they stole the money from because they show the people that this money should be going to. And yeah. they show this lady who's in charge of, I think the name of the, the of the service is called like TANF. It's like mm-hmm. Temporary Assistance for Needy Families. That's oh what it God. stands for. Nine out of 10 of those families get rejected because they say there isn't enough money, right? Oh my God. And these fuckers were stealing money from that fund for a volleyball stadium for Brett Favre's daughter, who Brett Favre has probably made $300 million in his, in his uh, lifetime. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Can we get a two for one and just get him and Trump arrested together tomorrow? Or You care about this Trump thing? Yeah, I mean, my husband texted me today and he said, if Trump gets elected, or elected, good, good Lord. If Trump gets arrested, can we go and celebrate? And he said, what do you want to do? He's like, let's just like, go out to dinner. I was like, okay. <laughs> let's, go to the, let's go to the Trump Tower and order that, uh, that taco salad that he posed with for Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, um, I, of course, listen. Donald Trump should be arrested. Yeah. Donald Trump should be in jail. Donald Trump should, we should never hear from that piece of shit ever again. Um, do I need him arrested? No, I just want him to kind of go away. Right. What I worry is that, um, what I worry is that, you know, apparently this arrest is uh, connected to the Stormy Daniels stuff. Right. Yeah. Which I, I have no doubt that he committed a crime there, right? Mm-hmm. It's probably like 25th on list of crimes that Donald Trump has committed. Yeah, that's right. But, you know, my thing is like even if it's the 25th crime that gets him arrested, that's fine. I think I do want him to go away. I just think that also once you become a president in this country, apparently you're protected the rest of your life. You and your family are protected mm-hmm. via American tax dollars for the rest of your life. So like if his arrest can like undo that and we can stop paying into like the Trump family protection fund, that would be great. That's like the only thing I care about. That would be great. Yeah. That would I, be great. My only concern with it is, and this isn't to compare or say that they're both the same, but you know, Imran Khan is also potentially going to be arrested. Right? Listen, so I can't keep up with what's going on in Pakistan. Okay, they will come up with any reason to arrest anybody. But, Has there ever been a president, anybody, or a leader in Pakistan history that didn't 
somebody didn't try to get them arrested over something? Uh, well, no, the ones that didn't get arrested were assassinated. <laughs> so <laughs> it's 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 door one, it's door A or door B. <laughs> there really, there really is no door C. There's no like you know going into like a nice retirement. You either get arrested or you get blown out of the sky. That's what happens. <laughs> or you're a dictator. Yeah, no, but if you're a dictator, you get murdered. That's what happened oh, yeah, to Zia. Yeah, his that's his true. plane went down. <laughs> his plane exploded in the sky. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. It was a, probably like a faulty lug nut. That's probably what they did. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Okay, can we move on to talk about Tiger Woods? What's he up to? Yeah. He's doing some bullshit again. <laughs> no. So I, I got to ask you a question. Like, as now I know you hate Tiger Woods because <laughs> he made the mistake of being born a man <laughs> and being good, which is apparently uh, which which is apparently gross in your eyes, <clears throat> but. What do you know? Do you only know what I told you about the Tiger Woods yeah. situation? So let me let me give a summary based on what you've told me so far. So far, what I've heard is that he is there. He is being sued right now for like what three million dollars, thirty million dollars, thirty million, thirty million dollars uh, by a former paramour, um, <laughs> a lover. Um, he had an he had an ex. He was dating this woman, and uh, they were supposed to go on a trip together. And they, the lady flew out there and was told by his staff that he no longer wanted to continue a relationship. And then she was stranded there by herself. And so she is um, suing him for, what is it, for $30 million on what? what's the, the allegation? On, on the ground. So while she was away, right? And first of all, I'm sure that's not exactly how it happened, but that's the gist of it, right? Mm-hmm. She showed up at the airport because she's supposed to meet Tiger there and they're supposed to fly out together. And instead, Tiger sent a staff member to tell her that um, he wishes to break up with her and also that they were changing the locks. The oh, mansion. that's the other part. Yeah. She's being thir- Yeah, she's have- suing them for like wrongful co- eviction or something or forced eviction. eviction. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And and the $30 million comes from, um, you know, what that property would go for on a monthly basis if you were to rent it, right? Mm. So she's like, okay, I got kicked out of this mansion um, and I was his girlfriend. Um, so I should, you know, I sh- that's basically what she, she figures that over the six months or whatever, she mm-hmm. would have, she lost $30 million in value. Right? Now, this person was also his employee at some point. This person, they met uh, because she was uh, an employee at one of Tiger Woods' restaurants. Okay. I didn't know that he was a restaurateur. Him and Lisa Vanderpump. Really, it, he's it's like the Michael Jordan restaurant. You know, they just have a lot of shit that they ran, right? Now, the place, the place where it gets kind of dark is that when they started dating, uh, Tiger had uh, made her sign an NDA. Listen. Now, an NDA, uh, as I understand it, you have to sign an NDA for the potential of going out with Tiger. So even before you go out with Tiger, you need to sign an NDA, right? Okay. Otherwise, Tiger's not going out with you. So now she wants that NDA broken, right? And the clause that she says uh, in the NDA for the reason why it would be broken is there's a sexual assault clause in the NDA. Oh, okay. Which now gets it dark. Now, of course, Tiger Woods' team is saying, no, she is just trying to use a sexual assault clause because that's the only clause that's in there. Otherwise, there's no way that she should break the NDA. Um, So it's that that part gets sad and dark and not very fun. Um, But that's basically what they're involved in right now. I I don't. Who would you would you would you if you were to date some like. Would you do that? Like if somebody's amazing, like say you meet the person that you are like, this is it. This is the person I like I'm really hitting it off with this person. They're like, yeah, yeah, this is going great. But you got to sign an NDA to be with me. Yeah, I guess it, it depends on who they are. Right? If they're if they're a cashier at Quick Check, I, w- I would have some questions. I would say, hey, why are we signing an NDA? <laughs> what, like what are we going to do? Well, little do you cigarettes? know that person is actually the heiress to the quick check fortune. And she just wanted to have a day off and she wanted to work as a cashier. Betsy Quick Check. 
<laughs> exactly. Put two and two together. Yeah. It, no. It, so if I understand why they exist, right? So like, um, I guess if you're a famous person, that that is a concern, right? You don't know if somebody's actually with you for you. Or if they're with you for the gossip, or if they're with—I mean, I, I don't know if if you're a big enough celebrity, is anyone truly just with you for you? They're like the persona is part of it, right? Because that's just who you are at that point, and then you you want to protect that. I guess I just find NDAs and like personal relationships so strange. Like, but like you understand if somebody like Tiger Woods dates somebody, right? And he's I don't think about Tiger Woods. Years. I think where my mind is going is like Lala Kent from Vanderpump <laughs> Rules was engaged to Randall Emmett. You know Randall Emmett is a big piece of shit, right? Yeah, he's the one. He has no neck. Yeah, he has no neck. And he fucking like, he was like abusing Bruce Willis while he was like sick. Like no, he was like forcing him to, it was just, like horrible. I remember, I remember last week you told me that you watched an Erica Jane documentary. You should read up the LA Times article about Randall Emmett and, and like how, like we're talking casting couches, like money from here to there, you know, borrowing from Peter to pay Paul, all that kind of shit. Yeah, the and then, stuff. yeah. And then, so he also, um, was dating Lala when he started dating Lala she wasn't allowed to talk about him and then later when the everybody was allowed to hang out with him they had to sign an NDA to hang out with him mm-hmm. like what is that for like you didn't even he didn't even have money and then he desperately got on the show last season and then he was caught cheating on her and now there's a whole bunch of other stuff about him including some uh pedophilia rumors so it's bad it's bad i don't want to talk i don't want to talk about the pedophilia rumors because that's just horrible too dark right um but a couple things about randall the the only thing that i remember about him when you first mentioned his name is uh the word fofty because (laughs) (laughs) that's right money by monday yes yeah i'm sorry the other thing is, if you look at Randall Emmett, mm-hmm. right, you, he looks like a fucking monster. Like yes, he is, right. he yeah. is one of, uh, and again, I, I don't mean to judge on other people's appearances, right? But he looks as, and he seemingly is as ugly on the inside as he is on the outside, right? That's right. Correct. He is, a, he looks like a fucking troll. He looks yeah, like a fairy correct. tale troll, right? Yeah. If that open. man is tell, if that man is telling you to sign an NDA, why the fuck are you getting into a relationship with him? Yeah, is that's my right. question. Correct. I yeah. think that's where the and, and I'm sure mm-hmm. he's a great lover ugh, yeah. or whatever, right? <laughs> but like, you have to kind of, you know, if Randall Emmett's telling you to sign an NDA, I don't sign it. Now, if Beyonce's telling me to sign an NDA before I can get into a relationship with her, of course that's what I do. Of course, of course. If Beyonce made me sign an NDA just so I could look at her, I'd be like, sure, <laughs> okay, no problem. Beyonce made me sign an NDA before she told me to murder you. I would do that. <laughs> you would do it. Yeah. No questions asked. Um, okay. Uh, moving on. Can you tell me about the situation that happened in the city of Newark where the city of Newark got trolled by um, a, an alleged sex offender? <laughs> an, an international... An, an international criminal. And I want to talk about um, scammers for just a minute after that. Okay, cool. So the city of Newark, uh, somebody reached out to them from <clears throat> a nation called, I believe, the Hindu nation of Kailasa, <laughs> which <laughs> which was led by this guy that turns out is a scammer. He is like a religious scammer in India. He got arrested a couple of years ago. Um, for sexual assault allegations he's just a terrible person right he's like uh he's a um a cult leader like any cult leader over here right it's like one of those mormon cult leaders or whatever waco cult leaders whatever so that's who this person was anyway somebody from his cult essentially reached out to the city of newark and said hey you know what we want to be a sister city of yours (laughs) and we want to mark this with like an official (laughs) ceremony right 
And the city of Newark was like, great, that sounds great. And then they had people come over and there was like a whole like declaration. They had a whole ceremony. There were people there that were all dressed up. And now Newark was the sister city of the Hindu nation of Kailasa, which again, does not, does not uh, exist. My only question about this is mm-hmm. that, you know, it's Newark yeah. in New Jersey. Yeah. You can ask a question of the brown people that are there that, you know, whether or not Kailasa is a real place. Like, potentially somebody in the, I, I once again, not to stereotype, maybe somebody in the IT department, you can go, hey, have you heard of Kailasa? <laughs> yes. Thank you. That's what I was thinking. I was like, really, Newark? Like, that's right here. And so, yeah. and it's New Jersey. Like, I know this is why we say representation in all forms is important. Okay, you don't need to you don't need to necessarily be in front of a film screen, but for God's sake, you need to work for the city of Newark to be like, "Hey, I have a question. I've literally never heard of this." There is no, yeah, I was nobody googled? Like nobody hit a did a google? Who was the lady that was like, and not a lady. Who was the person that was in charge to be like, "We got this great opportunity for the city of Newark." Like who's doing gotta... Newark publicity? I don't understand. I would imagine there's probably at least 10 people you would say involved in this entire thing from the city of Newark. Yeah. Nobody could go down to like the halal food cart guy and just be like, hey, just want to run something by you. Yeah. We are thinking about becoming sister cities with the Hindu nation of Kailasa. What do you know about the Hindu nation of Kailasa? And the guy there would have been like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That sounds made up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They could have just gone like seven minutes down Route 21 to like Jersey City. And they would have been like, we've never heard of that. That's not a real thing. Um, But here's my question for you Mm -hmm. is like when you hear stuff like that, like somebody had the audacity to like get, you know, put this whole shtick together. Mm -hmm. And they were like, wow, they're really going through with it. Like I am not going to get caught. Like, do you, do, when you see stuff like that, do you think to yourself, like, man, I should try to scam people harder or like, do, like, cause I have harder. so much, <laughs> I have so much imposter syndrome. Like, uh-huh. I feel like I am never equipped to do anything, even the things that I have like earned my way into doing, like things that I feel mm-hmm. like most people say, like, no, you deserve that job or like you deserve to be in the place that you're in. Right. I have like yeah. so much imposter syndrome that like I see stuff like this. I see people like scamming so blatantly and I'm like, I don't know, maybe I should just be nicer to myself and maybe I should just like not just like not just accept the things that I have earned. But maybe even try for things that I haven't earned. <laughs> so you look at this crime and you're like, you know what? This is aspirational. Let me yeah, see like, what I can do. I should be scamming people. Like I should be doing a little bit. And I'm not saying major scams. Okay. But yeah. like I should really be putting myself in places that I don't belong in. That's true. It's a, um, it is my, aspirational. It is aspirational. My understanding of uh, scamming on this level is that you just have to a, you have to believe the lie. Like uh, George Castana says, if it's not a lie, if you believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so sure. you have to go into it full bore. And then you have to, I think, if you get caught, right? The biggest thing is you have to be a shameless person. Like, you just have to be like, uh, like remember you said that uh, uh, when our mother, when you guys were in London, somebody tried to pickpocket her? Yeah. And then she caught the person and the person was like, eh. You know, what yes. are you do? Oh, speaking of pickpocket, I didn't tell you the other story of yes. how I saved my husband's life. We got pickpocketed in France. So we were in uh-huh. Paris. Uh, me and the kids, we went up to Sacre-Cœur, which is like a little bit of a, a – what? yes, go ahead. You have a question? When you get pickpocketed in France, do they replace your wallet with a baguette? So you don't <laughs> notice a difference in weight? You don't. Not if it's after three o'clock because they only like fresh baked goods. <laughs> <laughs> they would never replace your phone with a baguette. Okay. So we were in uh, the metro station in Walmart and uh, it's like kind of like not a great area. And I remember that from mm-hmm. the last time we were there. So it was our first time actually going into the metro station at that point because uh, for the most part, we were like in the center city. So we were walking or like getting on the boat to go to most places. So it was like me and the kids. And like, obviously, it was very obvious that like we weren't from there or anything. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a group of guys that came into the station and they were like clearly like 
you know, on substances. And so our kids don't understand how subway stations work because they're idiots. So like, I originally went up to the teller or whatever, and and in um in London, here's what they do: your kids are free. So in London, you put in the ticket, it comes out, and then you go in, and then your kids can either go underneath the turnstile or go through the side door, right? And I think in New York too, we do the same thing. Like we don't pay mm-hmm. for our kids when we take the subway, so they usually go under. So in Paris, I understand that you have to pay for every single person that goes through. So we got tickets for the kids too, and so I go in first. And then Fahad is behind, and then Aiden is behind me, and then Fahad is with Noah. And so he puts in the ticket, and then, you know, the ticket goes in, you pull it out. And then Aiden Mm -hmm. was supposed to go in. So Aiden was, like, kind of getting confused. So he's, like, going in. And it's obvious for anybody who's looking that we're, like, not from there. And then I see one of the guys that's there kind of, like, pushing himself over Fahad, like, kind of, like, Mm hugging his body to Fahad's back and Fahad's like got Noah in front of him. So he's like paying attention to that. And what I thought he was trying to do was like get through on Fahad's ticket, right? Like he's just going to ride the turnstile with him or whatever. But then I see the guy walk away from Fahad and he has in his hand. Thank God Fahad has like a very distinct cell phone cover. I see his cell phone in Fahad's hand and I'm on the other side of the turnstile at this point. And this guy is on the other side by Fahad. And so I just screamed. I was like, hey, give my husband, give him his shit back or something like that. I said, give him his stuff back or give him his phone back. And the guy hilariously turned around and just, uh, and then he like just kind of handed Fahad the stuff. I was like, okay. That's amazing. Yeah. And then his friends started yelling at him. His friends were like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know what they were talking in French. Actually, they were talking in Arabic. So uh they like what you know we went through and then yeah what were you asking did i feel what did you feel did you feel like the equalizer like queen latifah and the equalizer? <laughs> i did. <laughs> did i did and then the thing is the guy was like gonna run but then he turned around and gave all this stuff and then the thing that i wanted out of this was i wanted my husband to praise me mm-hmm. didn't happen of course not i was like uh, i saved your life and he was like <laughs> He was like, what? He was like, no, you didn't. I was like, aren't you Aren't you so glad I was there? Because he could have just taken your stuff and ran. And was it was like, just his cell phone? It was both of his cell phones. It's both his work and his personal cell phone. That would have been bad. Bad stuff. He got them both? He got them both. Because he had them both in one pocket. I have a question about your husband. How come he doesn't notice when there's a man... Um, hugging <laughs> up on him from the back. Listen, What's going he was on just with paying that? attention and say, maybe he liked it. I don't know. Um, I don't know, but the thing was afterwards, my kids, it was really sweet. Noah the whole time, like we got in the train and Noah the whole time mm-hmm. was like, I was like, oh no, there's a seat next to me. Like you want to sit down? And Noah was like, no, no, I have to protect Abba. And so he stood, the whole time, he stood the whole time, like kind of hovering over his pocket to make sure that like he didn't get pickpocketed again. That's anyway. amazing. So anyway, cute. the trip was really good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a funny thing. Like they will pickpocket you and then they'll be like, all right, well, here you go. That's, a, that's the thing. It's a, it, that's basically the thing with the scammers, right? Like you have to be shameless. And then if you get caught, you're like, all right, fine. I got caught. Whatever. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean that that guy is going to take that interaction and be like, oh, you know what? That lady, she showed me I, I have to stop picking pockets. Like, yeah, he's gonna go do it again. Yeah, that, yeah, they're just, just gonna go do. into a new pocket. Yeah, exactly. So they're like <laughs> scammers are just gonna find new scam. I mean, for example, Jennifer Shaw, as I've told you, Real Housewife, former Real Housewife of Salt Lake City, serving seven years in federal prison uh-huh. right now. Yeah, that lady, up until the day that she went to prison, she had real. She okay, so she was arrested for running a fraud scheme where she was stealing people's like personal information, signing them, signing up elderly into mm-hmm. like using their credit, running their credit cards, and signing them up for services that she was never. They were never going to get money for, or like never going to be actually get product for, or whatever. Um, and she was using and selling, like using people's personal information and selling it to other scamming companies. Like she had a full scam, right? Mm-hmm. Up until the day she went to jail on her website, she had a form and it said, learn the full story. Enter your email address here for more <sighs> information. Like she yeah. just like never stopped. Like she was like, okay, I'm going to try my best to get some more, some yeah. more goods. I mean, it's wild. She, she's, it sounds like she's just a grifter, right? That's just what yeah. they do. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I unfortunately have uh, some experience with some of this stuff. It's very dark, but what you learn at the end of the day is that it is actually, it is way worse being the person that's doing the scamming than the person that is scammed. I mean, that is, uh, I'm sure it, that sounds like simplistic or whatever and whatever, but it really is. It's a terrible way to live. It's a terrible way to wake up in the morning and not know where the shit, you know, where where the other shoe is going to drop or when the yeah. other shoe is going to drop because that is how you have to live. It's a terrible you. existence. Right? No. So, and I don't even why- I I don't even like it when I know that there's an email that I should have answered yesterday like at the end of the mm-hmm. workday and it's still waiting for me to answer it at like 8 in the morning. Yeah. I don't even like that kind of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Let alone any other kind. So, what? That's true. All right. Um, do you know what's going on with Haley Bieber and Selena Gomez? I don't know, but I did, I did find your enthusiasm, uh, charming at your child's birthday party (laughs) when you were discussing them. Now, what do you know about it? All I know about it is that Selena Gomez used to go out with Justin Bieber. Mm -hmm. And now Justin Bieber is married to this Haley lady. Haley, right? Haley Lady, you know who she is. You know whose daughter she is. Right? She's a Baldwin, right? She's yeah, somebody's yeah, yeah. daughter. One of the Baldwin's She's Stephen daughter. Baldwin's She's... daughter. Stephen Baldwin. Yeah. The crazy a, Baldwin. Yeah, the conservative. Yep, that's right. The lunatic Baldwin. The Looney Dune. Yep. Um, I'm a fan of William Baldwin. Bill Baldwin. Billy. Billy Baldwin. He's married to China Phillips. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, that's who I thought whose daughter uh no. Haley was. No. Um, from the headlines that I've come across, there is, uh, is this social media shading? Is that what's going on with them? What's going on? Okay. So first of all, I need to look up Billy Baldwin and his wife, because now you've put that in my mind. You, do you know who China Phillips is? Yeah. Why do I know her? Because she was in that group, Wilson Phillips. Oh, of course. The song from Bridesmaids. Okay. Okay. Got it. All right. Wonderful. Good to know. Be on top of the Baldwins. Okay. Is Billy the youngest? Uh, no, Billy is second. I believe it goes Alec, then Billy, then Daniel. I think Daniel may be dead. Um, and oh. then Steven. Steven is a lunatic. No, Daniel's alive. He's 62. Oh, okay. Okay. By the way, they all have the exact same fucking face. Yeah, I can't tell the difference between any of them. He's kind you of know? a Baldwin. Remember that? What? From what? Is that from, from Friends? Clueless. Clueless? No, from Clueless. I'm so sorry. That's so offensive. That's one of my favorite movies. Um, okay. Anyway, let me tell you what's going on here very briefly. Uh, for all of the people who are like over 30 who listen to this podcast. So here's what's going on. Um, as we know, Haley Bieber is married to Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez used to date Justin Bieber. So Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber used to date for like a decade. They broke up and then they got back together for a very short amount of time and then they broke up again. And the second time they broke up, he very quickly got into a relationship with Haley Baldwin and then got married to her and all that stuff. Uh, recently what happened is that Selena Gomez got off of social media and then got back on. And when she got on, she's recently gained some weight. And she looks like a normal woman in her 30s with curves, right? So she posted a picture, I think, and people started, like, body shaming her. Like, the internet started body shaming her, like, media and, you know, like, just like the trashy TMZ types, whatever, started body shaming her. And Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, and Haley Baldwin posted some sort of TikTok together in an elevator or something. And it said something like, the, you know, the TikTok sound in the back was something like, oh, you know, like you don't have to worry because God will handle it. Like essentially Mm -hmm. being like Selena Gomez is getting her due because of the body shaming she's getting. So people were like, what the fuck? And they started like, you know, commenting on it. And they were like, no, no, it's just a coincidence, whatever. Then Selena Gomez puts a picture of her, makes a video of herself with laminated eyebrows. And she over laminated her eyebrows. And she posted about it being like, oh my God, it was a mistake, whatever, all this stuff. I think Kylie Jenner and Haley Bieber posted pictures or videos of themselves zooming into their own eyebrows saying, oh, is this a mistake? Was this a mistake or something? So essentially they're like trolling her, right? So people started getting mad. Now the Selena fans are called the Selenators. (laughs) The what? Selenators. It sounds like something a plumber comes with. (laughs) Let me just come over and selenate your toilet. (laughs) 
Um, <clears throat> anyway, so they started digging it. And now I've known this before too. Like I know that there's always been like a lot of talk about that. Like, oh, Haley Bieber used to be Justin and Felina's biggest fan. Like Haley Baldwin was like a huge Jelena fan. And she used to like comment about them. And there's like tweets and posts of her saying like, they're my favorite celebrity couple. I love them so much. And like she was a truly like a believer. Okay. She was a huge, huge Justin Bieber fan. Right. So I'd always known that for before. I'd also known that like she would be at events that they were at. But the Selena fans really dug in and they found ample videos and pictures and proof of like not just her at events, but like her lurking in the back in multiple Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber pictures and videos and stuff. So they mm-hmm. essentially started figuring out that like she kind of was obsessed with them and she kind of like stock not stock them but like she was just she was like a huge huge fangirl like a huge justin bieber and selena gomez fan and then the first opportunity she got to date justin bieber she took it and then she became his wife and then so we're like okay that's fine but then there's another layer where they're like there's tattoos like she got the exact same tattoos as selena gomez like the exact same tattoos and then there's another layer which is selena gomez will do an interview Four months later, Hilly Beaver will do an interview and the answers are like identical. Like it's like she's studying how to do interviews mm-hmm. like Selena Gomez and she's like doing the exact same thing. So people started talking about how like Hilly Beaver is actually kind of like a sad creep. Like she's just like obsessed with Selena Gomez. And then, you know, social media is what it is. She lost a million followers. Who cares? Okay. Then Selena got off oh. of social media Haley, it's been quiet since then, but people just keep pulling up more and more shit about her. And the thing that makes me sad about this is that oh. I think that I think that it's a situation where this young girl is like obsessed with this celebrity, Justin Bieber. And she's like idolized growing up this relationship that he had with this woman, mm-hmm. Selena Gomez, right? And then she gets an opportunity to be with the same man. And I think in the breakup between Selena and Justin, Selena broke up with Justin. So this girl ends up kind of emulating or wanting to be like this other woman that she grew up idolizing as like the perfect person for Justin Bieber, right? So I think like it's very unhealthy. It makes me very sad for Hilly Bieber because she's essentially a fangirl who like got the opportunity to be with the man that like she idolizes like it's such a it's so fucked up you're like a teenager you never grow up out of it and then you're an adult woman and you're in a relationship with this person that you idolized when you were a kid like i just think that there's there's so many issues with that and then it makes me sad because even though i think that she's weird for doing that it makes me sad because she's also the kind of person that would be deeply affected like mental health wise by like losing a million followers so I'm like, you know, I feel like Selena Gomez should kind of like go out there and be like, hey, guys, let's cool it. Like, who cares? Let's move on. Like, let's not be vicious to this poor girl. You know, I don't know. It just makes me very sad. It makes me sad for Hilly Bieber. Although she's a weirdo, but it makes me sad for her. So that's what's going on. Can I offer my thoughts? Yeah. Without, without uh, you know, I, I am uh, I, I'm a little bit concerned that I'm going to be sticking my foot in my mouth uh, throughout uh, as I present my thoughts. But um, this Haley Bieber lady, right? Yeah. She is married to Justin Bieber. That's right. right? Yeah. She's his wife. That's right. I think that's all that matters. That's like, right. She's married to him. I don't care what she was before. Everybody, every celebrity's wife at some point or every celebrity's husband probably knew of that celebrity in their celebrity persona before, right? They were probably a fan of some sort before. So yeah. the fact that she got to get married to her favorite celebrity, I'd say congratulations. Well done. You did uh, a job, a job well done. Um, and then for Selena Gomez, Selena Gomez is a very talented singer and an actress, right? Yes. Extremely talented. She's yeah. on one of our favorite shows. I like some of her songs when they come across my radio because I'm an old person and I don't know. <laughs> I don't have iTunes, right? Um, so that's how I hear them. And it seems like she's very talented. She's a yeah. very good celebrity. Why the fuck do either of these people care about social media? The problem here is the social media. Everybody, again, 
should be getting off of social media. That's the problem. Well, here's the thing. In in that <laughs> argument, I have to say that Hailey Bieber gets to ding because Selena Gomez is just out there posting her own stuff. Hailey Bieber and Kylie Jenner are going mm-hmm. out there and they're the ones that are trolling Selena first. Well, first of all, anybody that associates with that piece of shit family <laughs> enters into it. It's like dating Randall Emmett with an NDA. Like yes, you are right. setting yourself up yeah. to be the butt of all sorts of bullshit, right? Yeah. So it's whatever. I don't feel bad for anybody in this situation. Because honestly. they're all rich and it doesn't They're all matter. extremely fucking rich. This is all so stupid. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Well, do you have any other thoughts to share? <laughs> I did have a very ex- spirited conversation at um at my child's birthday party about this. Yeah, you did. But you know, it's very rare that I talk to adults about these things. Because <laughs> I'm surrounded by children. You know, it really is. It's 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 pretty negative that you would talk about gossip and I would think that this is beneath me. Because there's nobody more trash than me. Like, if there's somebody who should be, like, <laughs> like into this I... gossip, it's me. And I'm, like, and I'm turning my nose uh, yeah. And I'm like, no, yeah. no, ugh. Yeah. I, had, I One of my friends was explaining, because I was, like, laughing and explaining it. And then one of my other friends was explaining it. And she was so serious. She was, like, you could see her in her eyebrows and stuff. I was, like, wow, she's really, <sighs> she's the one that told me about selenators. I was, like, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm more invested in what's going on with Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox oh. still, and the Vanderpump Rules stuff. You know, um, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I watched a trailer for the, was it the mid-season premiere or whatever? The mid-season trailer, yes, it just dropped this afternoon. I've watched it a thousand times. And Ariana says that she wants him to die. It's amazing. Can I get you anything? Uh, and she said, for you to die. Uh, that was great. Amazing. Yeah. So I'm more invested in that storyline than Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber. Honestly, also because I'm too old for that. Like, I'm too old to care about Selena Gomez and Justin fucking Bieber. Yeah. They're still, they're like a good 15 years younger than me. Like, I don't need to care about these people. Nope. No. Nope. Not at all. The other conspiracy, this is crazy. I'm just going to no. share this because the internet is so fucking crazy. The other conspiracy theory is that, you know, Haley Bieber super Christian. Mm-hmm. And she's part of she and Justin Bieber were part of Hillsong, the like super problematic Australian church or whatever that you know Chris mm-hmm. Pratt was also in, is also involved in, and so they were like on TikTok they were talking about how it was actually supposed to be an arranged marriage between Haley Bieber, Haley Baldwin, and Chris Pratt, but then Chris Pratt ended up marrying Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, oh, and then so instead Haley Bieber got set up with Justin Bieber, and I was like, you know what, guys, let's just. Let's just tear, turn off our phones. Let's just take a break. Uh, you know, can, I, can I say read a book? Can I say How about something? that? <laughs> can I say something? Yeah. I know this stuff is fun, right? I know this stuff is fun, and it's like okay. Do I don't know how much. Like I think, as if you're a celebrity, you have to go into it with the expectation that your personal life is going to be talked about. Sure. And what you get in return of for that is. A stupid amount of money, like yeah. uh, the amount of money, like money that does that is nowhere that nowhere justifies the amount of effort and work that you do. Right. Like you are getting yeah. you're getting basically branded money because the brand is you. You're the celebrity. Right. Sure. But I do think that this stuff goes way too far. Like I was too reading far. this. I was reading this Ben Affleck interview mm-hmm. and he says, you know, he was like. Um, he's like, you know, it's completely my fault in the way that I phrased it or whatever. But he's like, the fact that people would think that I was that I would openly um, talk shit about my ex-wife. And he's like, yeah. I understand that that's how people read it. But he's like, you know, I'm a person. I'm a person. I have a relationship with this woman. I have I share kids with this woman. I love this woman. Right. And the fact yeah. that people would just say, oh, he's throwing. Shit. He's like, of course, I would never do that. Mm-hmm. And I think especially Twitter. Especially like, and I, I know I'm, uh, this came up when I talked about Tom and Zendaya one time, uh, Tom Holland and Zendaya, but the stuff is crazy. It needs to stop. It needs, and, and I think it's the celebrities that need to put an end to it, but they also know that they can increase their brand. 
I know. Shit. Well, just, I think that there's there are some love it that I think is so fun. Like I actually think the Haley Bieber, <laughs> Justin, Je- the Selena Gomez stuff. I think it's funny, except for then when I start to think about how it probably affects somebody like Haley Bieber, it makes me sad for her and it makes me like worried for her well being. Because even shitty people who are like obsessed with these things, like if your best friend is Kylie Jenner, I obviously think that like you're not you're not the best and brightest of us, but. Yeah. I genuinely, I still worry because you're still a human being. Like, I don't like Chris Pratt, but I don't like the idea that there is a this conspiracy theory that, like, the cult was going to link him up with Haley Baldwin. Yeah. And then, like, that's crazy. So I do laugh about it, but there, I also recognize that there's insane people in the world who believe that, like, Tom Hanks drinks babies' blood. And so, like, you know, like, we got to cool it with some of this stuff. Yes. Watch uh watch the NCAA tournament instead. There you go. Watch sports. the NCAA. Watch some sports instead. Go read a book and touch some grass. <laughs> <laughs>